Welcome to Your Aunties Could Never. I'm Auntie AK and I'm here with... Auntie Farah. Auntie Nana. And Auntie Shade. How are you guys doing? Good. Good, thank you. Do you want to go into... Two things. I was all right before you said that you were sick and I was all right before Auntie Nana bullied me. She actually bullied me, just for the viewers. It wasn't She's actually. changed, you know. Oh, wow. You lot need to recognise. Auntie Nana's changed. She's let I'm, the power go to her head. I still love her, but she's changed. I, I am she, changing. You know what we're seeing? The other Gemini. It's true. There's two sides. We're now seeing now the I'm other being Gemini. paid a million yeah. a year. She's changed. Sorry, guys. She used to be all peace and love. Now she's all, do this, do that. <laughs> Let's go into the game. Okay, anyway. Would you rather, ladies? That's what right. we're doing today. Okay. okay. So, would you rather be completely insane and know that you're insane, or completely insane and believe that you are sane? Believe oh, that wow. I'm sane. I think that'd be fun. Oh, I would like. I I I like to be- delve in truth. So, I would like to know I'm insane. Yes. Nah, sane. I'm I'm insane to outside people, but to myself I'm sane. I, I can deal with that. That's fine. Yeah, I like yeah, that. that's what I want. Yeah. I want that's that that's what I'd go for as well. That's All delusion. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> go around having because fun. Because imagine knowing that you're insane. Like, yeah, but then everybody, hard. everyone's on the same page. No, no, you are insane. Yeah, but I know that, and so do other people. So <laughs> <laughs> but that's hard. Like, to deal with like day to day, knowing that you're insane. Then you got to figure. No, but you can. But you're just insane. But you're insane. Yeah, but you. I think it. I'd be able to deal with life better thinking that I'm sane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it'd be more fun as well. You can't, you can't just say more things. I feel like... I'll be free. Anyway. Yeah. I'm right. around in madness. <laughs> Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing to any song you ever heard? Sing. Forced. Forced. Dance. As in, like, your body is just compelled to do one or the other. Yeah. Sing. Sing. I knew you'd take that. <laughs> sing. i dance. You'd want to dance more than sing. Mm. Okay. I'd want to dance. Yeah. Yeah. No, I say sing. Sing, man. Yeah. I started dancing in Portobello Road the other day and Egypt was mortified. <laughs> and all the people in Portobello was like, yeah! <laughs> she was like, mummy, get in the car, mummy! I was like, now you know how What was it, Soka? No, it was just like some random song in the markets. And oh. I was just like, oh, I just felt like doing jazz hands and stuff. She Aww. got really upset about it. Of course she did. She's a t- <laughs> Money! Last yeah. one. Okay. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or know everything you know <laughs> or, or know everything your future self will learn? What? So go back to age five with the knowledge that you have now, but right. you've gone back to age five. Right. Or know everything that future you is going to know. Oh, future definitely. me. Yeah, future you. No, yeah. definitely go back. Age five, but everything I know now, oh, I'll be fucking unstoppable. I'll be what fucking kind of rich. Seriously, yeah, exactly. a rich one. Exactly. A rich one. Yeah. one that leaves school at six yeah. <laughs> and graduates from university exactly. at seven exactly. <laughs> and wins the Nobel Peace Prize and all the Oscars Everywhere and, the has, world, and has all the Googles and oh, all, the, all the apples and all, you... everything. Oh, I'd be that person. That I'll have multiple have businesses. Everything. I'd have all 10. the businesses. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. It's, ab- it's just absolutely go back. World weary child. It just looks like it's an old soul. Yeah. Yeah, but also I'm a five year old, so people are doing things for me. Yeah. That well, too. If you're lucky. If they listen, but if they yeah, listen if you're to you, the yeah. like you're too known, then get shut down. No, because I'm smart and I'll be helping. I would hundred percent emancipate myself. Be amazing. Be <laughs> <laughs> so good. I'd yeah, like to. yeah. I'm going future. I'm going future too. But I get why you'd go to mm. past ones. Mm. Yeah, but future. 
I like that one. I'd actually like that to happen. Is it a pill? Of course or... you would. <laughs> <laughs> There's a surprise. <laughs> Who are you welcoming to the family, Artie I'm welcoming Kalechi Okafor to the family. She's probably already there, but I'm welcoming her again. Because <laughs> we're allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we went to her show the other day, the sit-down, presented Kalechi, and we had a really interesting conversation. It was such a... I say we, you know. She was having a really interesting conversation with the host and it was such a like insightful event I really thought she done brilliantly well she kind of shared some of her insights for you know going to her trip to Peru and having I can't say ayahuasca ayahuasca and just talked about her life her mother it was just really interesting and Mm. inspiring and yeah we had a great time and I just think that you know she does the work on a daily you know seriously and she really deserves the best so yeah, I'm welcome in Kalechi. Yeah. Welcome, yeah, we welcome. We agree, we agree, we agree. Now it's time for what have you had. I really want to take a sip of my drink, but I'll wait. Because you're sick. Because I've got, yes, I've got a tea <laughs> and I've got a sick. <laughs> mm. I've got cold. Could, do, you wanna, do you not want to discuss I don't want to discuss your cold, no. I, w- I want to, well... Y- yeah, let's discuss it because when we're ill... What, how's, where's the support and the nurturing and the I love? think if you're ill, you don't go to work. I agree, actually. Or you wear a do mask. You? Yeah. No, what, I do. No, do you? Here. Well, no, here. I do. I do, normally. No. No, I just, said it with chest, you know. No, yeah, I do. I do. I do agree. As I sit well, in my one chair. More, one more for you. No, 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 no. I, I actually agree, but then I was thinking, ah. Oh, I thought, do I need to? I need to show up, but I do agree. Normally, it's a start. But, then, but if everyone thinks like you, then we're all just going to continue to get I sick. I understand. So next time, so I then will you not don't turn agree. Up. No, no, it's it's a fault. When Come I on. was sick, yeah, I stayed off. You yeah. did, yeah, yeah. so yeah. that we don't all get sick. Yeah, yeah. 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 So will, can you think say. of us time. next time rather than I yourself? Please. I agree. I agree. Thank I'm you. Sorry, guys. Oh, sorry, can I just if as I get sick about things? Yeah, I just bring in. I want to do a PSA to people. If you're tall. And they're a seating that doesn't graduate. Can you really be mindful and not sit in the front row of Agreed. anywhere? Go to the back because you're tall and you're probably going to be your torso is going to be taller than everybody else. Please be considerate. Thank you. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Also, can I just say, smokers? Yeah. Can you not walk and smoke, please? Yeah. Just stand in one space and smoke. I'm an ex-smoker, so I understand the need and the addiction. But because I'm an ex-smoker, now I hate you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're the worst. <laughs> Seriously, we are. We are. So I need you to stop because I love to walk, but sometimes I'm walking in the trail of smoke and I can't stand it. So please just stand in one place, smoke. Let us be able to breathe clean air. Thank okay. you. But can that place Fair. not be by the door? Can yeah. it be like a wave? Yes, a wave. Because I don't like when around the corner. Yeah, I don't like when they're by the door. Yeah. And I've, uh, uh, so I don't. We're, now we're telling them, find an area <laughs> yeah, away, away from doors, like a, no, not because on the, the street. Is, and not legally, breezy. here I'm going to go now, legally you have to be five metres away from yeah, the door. you do. Mm. So not by the fucking door. Yeah. So around the corner, <laughs> yeah. out of the way. Or stop smoking. There we go. Yeah. There and is that. It's a whole thing. But we're not dictating to you what you do with your body. Just be considerate. It's just a strong suggestion. It's up to them, isn't it? Strong if you don't know by now, you should. Something's yeah. wrong with you. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. Yeah. What have you heard? Well, first of all, we've got the horrible death threats. You know, racist letters sent to Dr. Sholomos Shogbamimu. Hope I said that correctly. She recently received a letter, just basically 
saying that she's gonna, they're going to kill her and her family and stuff like that from Nat National Action London Cell, who are a neo-Nazi group, actually have been banned. And then there was another trans broadcaster called India Willoughby, and she also received a letter by her accountant with graphic death threats. Scotland Yard is investigating it, and I just you know wanted to get your thoughts on this, because I think Britain likes to present as non-racist, and we don't have these kind of far-right groups as they do in America, and likes to provide, pr- pr- pretend that they're quite sanitised and non-racist, and this definitely sh- spits in the face of that mm-hmm. narrative. And what did you guys think? National action seems to be kind of new. Like, you know, we've always had the EDL, the NF, like we have a long history of them. But these guys seem a little bit new. Um, And the death threats are, they're concerning, you know. When she read out the letter on, I was like, wow, that's quite shocking. And for it to be posted through her letterbox, that's that's scary. Like, just, they know where you live and they've probably been watching you. But will the police do anything, realistically? But... The thing is, let's not forget that some a member of the police was part of this yes. organisation that was found out and then was sacked, consequently. Yeah. So we don't know how they found out where she lives. It's not even just a matter of them watching her. They've got people in places that have access Precisely to information that. all the time. So, yeah, it just it was very, very scary to know that they've got her... They listed her, her husband's name, her mm. children's names. Yeah. And it's like you said, they make out like there's no there's no terrorism here. But mm. they actually these people are listed as terrorists. Yeah, they are. They are yeah, down they as terrorists. Banned. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Obviously it's it's really, really upsetting. I just hope it doesn't deter her, right? Because then they win, really mm. and truly. I just really feel for her. Yeah, it's a difficult one. The like even the process that she's going through at the moment, like where she is reading out the letter, I can imagine how it's like reliving it over mm. and over again, which I'm I hope she's getting enough support and care to kind of deal with that, if that makes sense. But like Yeah, I don't know. She did say though that she, this won't silence her. Yeah, yeah. she did. So I did I, I I liked what she said because it's true, like then they win. Yeah. How do you we? Because you know, there's lots of conversations about people that challenge challenge these like challenge the narrative about racism and put themselves on the front line to speak about it. They get accused of being called race baiters mm-hmm. and things like that. And she spoke um, with Antoine Speaker on I think for was was it ITV. For ITV. ITV. And just again, her saying that I'm I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to stop talking about race. But how do these guys? How do we protect them? How do we as a community support people like this? The people like Dr. Shola and Kalechi, who also puts herself forward, and Femi and Kojo Housing, all the people that really take up the mantle for us on our behalf. How do we support them? But it's not just about them? community, and mm. it's not just about us protecting them. It's about policies and protocols in place from the government and yeah. from the commission, from the broadcasters. Because if you allow someone like Piers Morgan to go on and start online and mm. call her a race baiter yeah. when she's talking about lived experiences. Mm. And he's, you know, he is reaching out to hundreds of thousands of people who believe what he says and he goes unchecked, then these things are going to happen. True. This, it is not just down to us as a community because we stand behind her. Yeah. It's not just down to us. It's down to the commission, the broadcasters, the commissioners, all of these people, the politicians. When you've got like Suella Braverman talking about, I can't wait for people to get shipped to Rwanda. Mm. But then she's in the next breath. She's like, let's do as much as we can for the Ukrainians. There's a clear divide there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not just from us. I think that's exactly what it is. It really isn't the community. 
Because what can we do? She had, they generally, most of the time, do have the community support. And if you need community support, then it needs to be led from her to say, this is what I need the community to well, do. But is... it really is, it is the establishment. Can we expect them to do anything to help this? Because we know their history and know their patterns, we, not that we let up on them and challenging them, but we know they don't move at our pace. So what is, what can we do as well? Just even an idea of it is it's, is it like what? I don't know. I yeah, don't know. Like that's, that's, that's that's that, that's the exploration. I don't, I I don't, don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we can do more than what we're already doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because we're ultimately we don't. It, it's not. I, I totally agree with you in terms of like the broadcast as well. But it is the social media platforms yeah. as well mm-hmm. that exactly. have a lot to answer Absolutely. for in terms of like how comments and responses are regu- regulated, right. mm-hmm. people not losing their accounts, fake accounts, all that kind of yeah. stuff. The basic trolling because a lot of this is stemmed from that, mm-hmm. and Ooh. like they see like these platforms sometimes like just see that as just interaction when it's not. It's it's it's, it's actually putting fuel onto fire. Do you at the think end of the day, the verification process. Is there an argument for the verification process to stop this? Because then you're not going to have so many anonymous accounts. You're not going to be able to just produce bot accounts very easily yeah, because we they, would all be verified in some way. You should be responsible think, for what you say Yeah, and I online. think the verification, well, the way they're doing because even Meta's now rolling out verification, but it's paid for. So if anyone so desires to pay for it, it still doesn't get rid of it. So it's like, I'm not talking about be, the blue tick. It's an, it's, an actual... They kind of run... You know, that's very a commercial version of it to mm. get the blue tick. But there's an argument for everybody. In order to have social media, you need to produce ID. Yeah, it I has think, to be established to a person. I've, I, think, I so. think I I do think so. I think like the arguments against it are valid, though, that at the end of the day, we will be trusting these companies mm. with our, our very yeah. personal information. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They've done with that Is, in the past. Do you know what I mean? Exactly mm. kind of thing. We can't trust them 100%. So I do get the, get the argument against it. However, it... I, I I do like I don't know how else you make people responsible for what they actually do and say online. Okie dokie. So moving on, seeing as we're talking about the government and their bad behaviour as usual, Shamima Begum has lost her appeal against the government's decision to remove her British citizenship and remains barred from returning to the UK. What are you guys' thoughts about that? That is nuts. Fuckeries. It's na auntie nana. That's the word. Mm. It is fuckeries. It's so fuckeries, yeah. I just like I still actually can't even believe that they went ahead and did it. All right, let me give the backstory. So Miss Begum is one of three East London schoolgirls who's travelled to Syria in 2015 to support the ISIS, the IS group. She was born in the UK to parents of Bangladeshi heritage and was 15 when she left. The citizenship was stripped on national security grounds in 2019. So the government has the power to remove someone's UK citizenship in certain certain circumstances. Public good. Um, and it shouldn't make them stateless. The person obtained citizenship through fraud. The actions could harm UK interests and they could claim citizenship every, elsewhere. In February 2020, a tribunal ruled that removing Miss Begum's citizenship was lawful because she was a citizen of Bangladeshi by descent, so it wouldn't, make any, it wouldn't make her stateless. However, Bangladesh said that this was not the case and she would not be allowed into the country. Yeah. But she's never been to Bangladesh. No, she hasn't. And do you know what's fuck we about the whole situation yet? Yeah? Like, she was born here. She was yeah. born here, yeah. yeah. Mm. She was born here. So Britain are telling someone, another country, you take her. Yeah. Yeah? yeah? It's fucking ludicrous. But they're, they're not... saying no because she's and, not and a citizen. And that's my point. She never, she's never been there. And that's my point. She's never actually been to this country, yeah? But Britain are saying, no, you lot take her because she's, she's of descent. But yet for all, there are people who are born in this country. 
right, who have to then claim, like, see, like, there's this law, I can't remember what it's called, but if you're born between a certain amount of time, like, if your parents come here mm. and they're not from here yeah. and they give birth to you, yeah, one of my colleagues actually had to do this. He had to then go and apply for his citizenship because he didn't get an automatic citizenship. Nationalisation. But, but that person was born here. Mm. They oh, just yes, pick and yeah. I can't remember where it is. I think it's like from 85 or something. Yes, they they that's changed it. it. They changed it. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's, it's, a bit it's, mad. it's from it's about mad. 85 or 86, some, yeah. somewhere but around loads there. Of people didn't even know because they may actually have a passport. That My colleague didn't them. know. Mm. Yeah, and he then when you know. go to renew, it's like, All actually, this is exactly what happened to him. And it was like, what do you mean? He was like, I was born here, but I was born between this time and that time and blah, blah, blah. So they just dictate constantly what people can do. Like, you don't even let someone who's born in this country be from this country, mm. but you're telling someone that was born in this country that they must go somewhere else because they have a... Dis- they and just... Oh, but surely she's stateless, mate. no? If Bangladesh is stateless. She's stateless now. And the other yeah. thing is, she was 15 when she went. Say, she was a yeah. child, and they're, they're saying that it's, you know, it's it could be that she was trafficked as well. Yeah, like she, that is grooming. Exactly. What the hell is wrong with these people? Is she all those things you read out about why they can remove someone? Is she really doing any of that? Right. No, she's in a camp in Syria at this moment yeah, with a whole load of world. other women mm. that also have fallen the same kind of trappings. Went yeah. there thinking there was going to be martyrdom. Their husbands have now died. Like literally, she's lost three children. Exactly. There's no, no husband. Care. It's like why would you then be like she can't come back to her family are here. So she should just be in a camp forever. She was 15. It's madness. Yeah, no, it's shocking. It's just really shocking. But I I think it's like, um, it's just really worrying. It creates a two-tier citizenship Mm -hmm. system. That's what it's creating. Mm. Yeah, but I'm not surprised that they've done this, to be honest. Are we safe? No, we're not. But that's what, you see what Auntie Sade just said about it creating Mm. a two-tier system. These are the thoughts that run through my mind. We're not safe. Because if they can just clap someone's citizenship just like that, it's the start of something else, isn't it? But that was always a fear. And also that that disregard for women in particular. Yeah. A young girl who was groomed, no no matter if, I saw conversations saying that she might, she went with intention. 15, 15. We, there's so many rules that we, laws that we're not allowed to... We, what, you can't vote at 15? Listen, you can't let me just give you an example 15. of something. There's a guy, there's a 15-year-old child in Wales or somewhere like that that pushed another child into the sea. Like, a, did you hear about this? Like, yeah. a, a, there's a, it's a few years ago. Like, a black a black child was killed, yeah, yeah, pushed yeah, into yeah. the river or something like that yeah. by a white child, right? 15. Yeah. That white child got off because they said, they're 15. Exactly. Doesn't understand. Doesn't understand. Exactly. They're 15. So... That's okay, but a 15-year-old can be groomed and yeah. taken to another country, go through all this stuff, and you lot are t- yeah, telling her she, she can't come back. She went with authority. It's the adultification of people of colour, again. When, well, how old do you have to be and you're allowed to travel by yourself? You can travel because you can go with a chaperone. You can, and you yeah. can't go from like yeah. young. But they didn't have chaperones because they're all 15. So. No, they were groomed. But you can, you can travel. Well, back in the day, you could be five and travel by yourself. Yeah, yeah you just have yeah. to have yeah. chaperones. Yeah. Thank you. I was, I was thinking because maybe that should be uh, something that comes along with trafficking, that actually before you're 18, you do need a parent. Or yeah. a but they just fake consent. the documents, though, don't they? Mm. But then at least that would There's be able to show, like, yes. you know, there was some type of coercion mm. because there yeah. was fraud involved. Mm. Like mm. her parents are like they didn't know mm. that this is what was the intention. So, yeah, could, could, I don't know. I just feel like maybe there needs to be more safety. We know this is going on. It's not like the, the wars are ending. It's going on all around the world. So maybe we should try and safeguard our kids. They only exactly. care about one war. 
Yes, that is true. And they don't care about foreigners. <laughs> well, they, they care about foreigners as long as their yeah, hue is blonde. white. Yeah. Yeah, 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 blonde and blue-eyed. Okay, so we've got another conversation about the feminization of black men. It's insane to me, but maybe someone can, somewhere is really stressed about the feminization of black men because Jonathan Majors had an ebony cover. Jonathan Majors, if you don't know, he's currently starring in Creed and his back is buff. And what? he's also... Wow! He's got, he's oh my God! No, seriously, Like, serious. where did that come from? It's slightly unprofessional. Are you going to interview him soon? I would we, Well, I didn't do it. Yeah, someone else, someone else did. Is that why? Yeah, I can yeah, was, that, <laughs> was that for his safety? You know it was for his safety, right? I let someone else handle that. No, but anyway, Jonathan Majors has become the new heartthrob okay. of the film industry. He's in Creed right now, opposite of Michael B. Jordan. And also then you've got the Rihanna and ASAP Rocky cover on Vogue. And again, there's been some criticism about the way these men are being presented. Jonathan Majors, because he's pouting and some of the clothes are pink and it seems like the ebony cover is too feminine. It was a Valentine's Day skewed shoot, in my opinion. But anyway, there's that. And then ASAP Rocky is holding the baby. Rihanna's in the front leading and he's holding her hand and they're saying that, you know, this is the destruction of men who because is saying this the red pill crew it's you know it's, I, don't it's care care what what I genuinely don't care what they think yes but i just wanted to bring it up and just say it's say nonsense i mean there was definitely a backlash i wouldn't say it was just red pill i would say that the hoteps were in there as the well hoteps, yeah for sure the, what about asap rocky are there what's the difference between the hoteps and red pill What's the difference? Oh, loads, loads. Right. Two separate communities entirely. No, but fundamentally, what's one? The I would, I would say, hoteps are more pro-black based and not necessarily steeped in the same types of patriarchy that the red pill community faces. Is more about men and women and gender roles. So they're kind of. They're, they're, they're different. But they were saying people were complaining about the fact that he was holding his son. Yeah. Yes. So he, shouldn't, so he shouldn't hold his son then? It was more that his placing in the picture. So it's like because he's behind her yeah. and she is leading and looking in charge. Okay, let's, is... let's, let's just get this straight, yeah? Let's just get this straight. The Vogue issue is about Rihanna. Yeah, it's a women's right? magazine. It's not about ASAP Rocky. Right. It's about Rihanna and the rebirth of Rihanna. Yeah, it's not about ASAP Rocky. He's there because the rebirth of Rihanna involves her family. And also, what? You can't hold your son that's behind your woman. Exactly. So yeah. who gives a... F- yeah. No, of course. But, but there the was also, like, the, so they had the juxtapositions of loads of other covers yeah. with women who were very prominent and their partner was beside them. And it's like, so when it comes to the black family, why does it have to be that the woman is leading and the black man is behind? <laughs> why can't they just be beside each other? That was what was levelled out there. I just so don't care about this opinion so much. Like it's unbelievable. <laughs> like whether they're hoteps or red pill, essentially I think they're the same thing, therefore the oppression of women. So I'm not interested. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's the oppression of women, but I get it. I think it's more gender roles. Because if the man was leading and the woman was behind, nobody would be saying anything about it. Apart and from it's the, the same thing. There could be that as because well. Because if Rihanna, if it's a story about Rihanna and she was Those behind to me ASAP, are the same then coin. it would be the, yeah, the feminist it, would be like... It's the same coin, though. Is that not just a family and they're being represented? Sometimes a woman leads, sometimes a man leads. Exactly. That's how it goes. What's so the problem? really, that's my thing. It's like the getting caught up in who is leading is a bullshit. And the yeah. feminist would have something to say if it was the other way around. Yeah. It's still a bullshit. It's just a picture it of is. a family. And also, just, just to expand on the nonsense, there, I don't know if you guys have heard about when a man is standing with his hands in front of his nether area, it's considered cock-shaming. 
And if a woman stands with her vagina front facing towards the camera, it means her vagina's for the world. What? Wait, what? wait, wait, wait. What? This, this, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. I want to understand what front facing is because yeah. if I'm standing forwards, is my fanny not in the front? Yes. So always so my, my fanny's for the, world. for the world. Always. So yeah. I must I must turn to the back yes, for my fanny must. not to you be the world. This is why people chat shit and no one should listen to them ever. Exactly, absolutely. I've never heard of this before. Yeah, yeah, it's out there. Your fanny's always facing front. Someone has taken the time to break down lots of covers and celebrity pictures about where the man's position if a man's facing a certain way he's sad and he's leaning into his woman there's one with obviously dissecting Will Smith and Jada Pinkett yeah. Smith one where her, her, she's singing with her legs akimbo so that means her fanny's forward facing and his it's nonsense so if you stand with your hands in front so like, man, you know when they do that, like that yeah. like, I thought that was more affirming there yeah exactly exactly like, it's, do you know what it shows it shows how easily something can be twisted for the sake of a conversation and how history can be manipulated because now that could be the the story that when you Google something, whatever you're Googling, that now means cock shaming. When before it was affirming as dick size. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway, just putting it out there. We they just switch things up all the time. That was out there on the internet streets. On the internet streets. Brexit, uh, tomatoes, sweet vegetables. You know what I loved? We can't get any. I, I, I love the fact that all the countries that Britain are blaming, <laughs> like Spain, yeah. uh, for the lack of fruit good. and vegetables. Yeah. Their supermarkets are full. Yes. And, yeah. and they've got staff as well. They've got... Their fruit be fruiting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, it's lovely. We're being limited to three tomatoes yeah. and one cucumber. I just came from France. I just came from Paris and there was a hell of a lot on, in stock in the supermarket. There wasn't not a thing. No problems at all. We can't, was it, we can't grow anything here. <laughs> exactly. And also we need, we need foreigners to come and work the land. Basically. To, to and we fruits. don't want the foreigners. So exactly. Who, who are we to... You have to blame yourself. Blame but it's not Brexit. It's, you know, oh, of course it's not. It's, not it's the weather. Remember the, it's the weather. story was yeah. it's the weather. Bad weather. Bad weather. Seriously. It's the bad reason why. Where? This government exactly. stay lying. They bad weather is the lying, reason why man. they can't get fruit and veg from Spain. I think something like that. There was a turnip farmer who was he had a, like a, something like a million pound to profit type turnover business. Successful turnip business. He had to shut down because also the, the electricity... Um, other bills, bills and yeah. Other greenhouses and stuff like that. That's what's also put a lot of people, vegetable farmers in the UK, out of mm. business because of bill. Because the government aren't supporting them in the increase in all the bill hikes that's happening. So they, a lot of people have shut down their businesses, no greenhouses to where we could have fruit. So they can grow stuff here, but because of electricity prices exactly. and bad weather, is why we can't feed ourselves on this tiny island. Exactly, this tiny and island. And why are the electricity prices so high? Who's profiting? Who's profiting? Rishi Sunak said he's going to sort out Brexit. Okay, then. What's he doing? Taking us back? I thought Brexit's fine. I know. I thought there was no problem. It's absolutely fine. It's just a little tweak and edit. Well, unless he's oh. going to get us back into the EU, how is he going to sort it out? How's he going to... I would love to know how he's going to sort this out other than going begging and being like, we made a huge boo-boo, let us back in. <laughs> we yeah. were just joking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> April <And> Day. <laughs> we need back in because we're not... We're not Norway. We're not Canada. It's like we need to actually be with a collective. We're a tiny island. Exactly. Stronger together. Kind of like we're bad. <laughs> yeah, but we're not the kind of the new force that they used to be. I say we, they. Just so white. Finally, BAFTA so yeah. white. Yet again, the conversation's come back around to race, gender and awards. BAFTA had a lineup. I went to the BAFTAs. It was my first time attending the BAFTAs. Will you go again? I think, politically, I shouldn't. Oh. If they don't... That's not... Okay. But will you go? Yeah, that's not, I'm not, that's not the answer. At this very moment, I think the conversation needs to be looked at. And politically, I, th I would like to see a world where black people don't attend next year's awards. Brits, 
BAFTAs, Oscars, all that type of stuff, even if they do try to make amends, I think just to make a powerful statement that no black people on the carpet at the awards, just to show some sort of solidarity or unity in the fact that this is not okay. And it's not just about the awards, because the awards are the end result of the industry. Mm. The industry itself is the one, is the, where the problem lies for me, in my opinion, that black stories and non-white stories, I should say, don't get financed and supported in the same way that white stories, white stories are seen as mainstream and universal, black stories and non-white stories are seen as niche, risky, can't you know white audiences can't relate to them and stuff like that so i have one more question go ahead like specifically to you because you are i guess kind of in the industry yeah in was it like 2016 there was the whole oscars so white and mm. BAFTA so white back then so that was seven years ago you get a run of a couple of bits where mm. they give out black stuff do black initiatives and then they go right back again yeah why can we not go from that past experience that nothing changes yeah. to move forward from that yeah but you personally, though, like, what would your personal stand be? Not what you would like to see. What are, what, what are you gonna do? I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. That's what. That's my honest thing. Because I think it's like even me saying it's all well and good us not going. How do we do that? Because that we get kind of brainwashed into believing that if we pull out, we lose everything. If we get involved and maybe stay in in the crux of it and try and change things, we can change things incrementally. There has been some change. There has been some significant change. There are going to be more black stories that are going to be available for us, but it's still a push and pull. So I'm I'm not saying that I'm 100% got a yes or def no definitive answer, but I would like a collective movement to maybe feel supported. Maybe I'm a bit scared to do it by myself, but okay. uh, it is something that, it, a conversation that I'd like to have and have an honest conversation about what it is, how we change things. Because I also have a conversation about awards in itself. Do they, What do they mean? Should we be so caught up in awards when it comes to the arts? Art is subjective. There's so many conversations about awards. So, yeah, it's the one that I flip-flop about. It's complex, isn't it? Mm. Um, however, I do, I do, my mind just goes to personal responsibility. What can you as an individual do? Mm. And if you don't start with you, then it's nothing's ever going to change. Do you know what I mean? But I just think, and it's just white validation. I just, mm. I can't, that's, it's, it's a difficult one because we the reality is that we are in this society, we are participating in this society, and those are seen as accolades. Mm. So until it's collectively rejected, or as even Kalechi was saying at yeah. her event, like, you know, you support the black owned institutions that are trying to make a difference but in an authentic way not in a pandering yeah. and still kind of re do you know what i mean like re what you call it? yeah like or just just, just show up at those concerts just well. yeah show up yeah. at those yeah. events perpetuating yeah. the yeah. same yeah. white supremacist yeah. kind of like ideology mm. yeah agreed. like yeah that agreed. was it i just don't I don't know. It's difficult. It's the power that comes with the award that people, and it's like, as you said, removing that power and making it. I don't know. But it's a it's it's it's. But it is it power though. That's the thing. Mm, it's a mindset. It's, uh, yeah. Mm. You know, it is a mindset because I think lots of people have won those awards and their career has not gone in the trajectory that right. they thought it would be. Yeah. Because they didn't maybe move with it, or their or their yeah. people didn't move with it. So yeah. it's not necessarily like a golden ticket. To everything yeah mm -hmm. lots of some and i think it, it's 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 the industry that dictates who gets through as we know yeah and and it is that because if the industry is still racist or sexist or whatever 
then you winning that Oscar will still be seen as potentially tokenistic. You weren't that good. We just gave you it. So, or the a BAFTA award or whatever. Especially a year after a backlash. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because you know... No one wants to win that. You don't yeah. want to win in those years when no. they're just handing it out. because it, and, and that's all by design. Yeah. It's, it then is a bit like, here you go. Yeah, It definitely always. is that. You know it doesn't do anything because they are going to show their asses eventually and show you who they are by having a whole, a whole white ceremony. Like so nobody at no point saw that whole list and was like, actually, everybody on here is very white they, and male. They didn't care. There were the nominations, they but don't. again, it was like, I, I was naive to believe that I, I really thought, because you play the averages. As I was sitting there, you start to play the averages and you think, okay, so they're going to award white here. With, they might do black there or they might do Asian there and then they might do a woman here. You start to play the averages, but they just went, it was... You know that thing where you know not to be surprised and you know not to be disappointed, but it's just like, really? Mm. It's but a weird one. I think it's just like, yes, really. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. For always, all time, always, ever. always. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It always is. Like, it always that's, is. That's just, that, that's Until just the it. voting, the people that are voting fundamentally change, it's not going to change. Because if you've got like 90% of the voters and the board that are white, they're going to gravitate. Forget about, what's the word, but, uh, unconscious bias. That doesn't mean it doesn't, anything. Yeah, it, doesn't help. it doesn't actually help with anything. So when they're voting, they're going to vote in the way that they, you know, gravitate to. They're going to not... Like, if there's a black film on there, if you've got 100 films to watch, yeah, yeah. most people don't watch the 100 films. Yeah, yeah. You can see it's that. hard. Yeah, it is very, hard. very yeah. hard. Most people don't watch that. So what you'll do is you'll look at the films that resonate with you yeah. and you'll watch those. And, and that's, that's a, probably what's happening. And then also you've got the people that are behind these films. It's about how they're promoting it. That so, was a conversation yeah. around, uh, basically, for the Oscars. Did we talk about it? There's a film called Leslie and Andrew Riceborough. It was a very quiet indie film. And Andrew Riceborough, who I know, so I'm not talking about her per se, but just her nomination came through, well, on the back of a really strong campaign from some A-list celebrities and the director of the film was really like campaigning, campaigning, campaigning. But also there were some people who were Oscar members who actually, one specific person said... Someone's husband, yeah. And there was a woman who said on socials, don't vote for Viola or Danielle Deadweiler, who was until Viola for Women King, because they'll be okay. I think she named another white actress. They'll be okay. Vote for Andrew, because this is a quiet sleeper film that hasn't had much attention, so you should vote. And then subsequently, the surprise nomination was Andrea for Leslie. Now, there's nothing wrong with campaigning because most films campaign um, in very publicly and they, yeah. they're not they're mm-hmm. unapologetic about the campaign. But what the rules are, you're not supposed to name someone in favour mm-hmm. of someone. Just okay. some integrity, like don't name someone else. Cause and this concept, but this concept yeah. of yeah. they're okay, is Meryl Streep okay? Because Meryl Streep is like the most nominated, yeah. the most Oscar winning actress of all time. Mm. Is she okay? Right. If she does a film and she's excellent in the film, yeah. they'll still nominate her. Yeah. So who is saying is she she's all right? She doesn't need it. No one's saying and especially that. Especially just to name two black women, where it's not. Again, if you're going to care about these things, especially back Best Actress at the Oscars and at, at BAFTA is rarely won, if ever, by a black woman. So, but they're always a bit like if you have one award, be happy with be that. Happy and yeah, back be, be grateful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be grateful. It's an ongoing. Yes, conversation. it's been twenty years in between awards, but be yeah, grateful. It be grateful. Mm. You got one, didn't you? All right, let's move on, guys, to Auntie's Know Best. We had a message in from someone who wants to remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a long one, but we'll get into it. So she says, I am a badass 50-year-old woman. 50 years of life, I'm ready to take charge in my new business, pushing for proper diversity and disability representation in TV and film. 
20 days after turning 50, 29 years of partnership and marriage was ended in one day by my now ex. I am part of an epidemic of women abandoned by men dumping their lives in the midst of their mid-life post-pandemic crises. I am managing and shouldering, but also devastated. The gaslighting and weaponizing of my emotions and menopause, the predetermined genetic need to find someone shinier. I'm growing new shoots from someone cutting down my garden, but wow, it's so hard. She did say, oh, I'll leave it there because it'd be a bit identifying. But yeah, yeah so she goes basically want... It's just... I guess it's that thing of this happens. Yeah. Like, you know, dramatically at our stage in life. It's going to take place probably like the next 15 years. Yeah. 40 to 60, loads of couples break up and it and it can be led by men yeah. quite often. And then they'll trade you in for a 20 to 30 year old type of model. I feel for her, but I'm glad she has the attitude that she has, like, you know, looking after herself and yeah. moving forward. Because, yeah, 29 years, I guess that would be me at 50. It would be the same. I'd be like 30 years in. That's a whole lifetime with somebody. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't even know. I don't know what I would do, but I would hope that I had a sisterhood around me to move forward. So maybe that's the thing, actually. Lean on your sisters, like lean on your friends. I've not been in a long-term relationship of that length. I've had a nonsense <laughs> for a long time, but it's putting your trust in someone for that amount of time and them deciding, you know what, I need something younger, shinier, as she put it. And just leaving all that behind. Mm. How do you have faith in ever getting with anyone? From like, how do you advise someone young who's like, I don't know, what's the, what's a new language? What's the new language when it comes to relationships and having faith in someone? Is it deterring someone? Like, don't bother with relationships. It's not worth it. Have companionships and just see how it goes. What's a new language about, for women especially, forget men at this point, for women especially, how do we advise young girls who've grown up with a narrative that you're supposed to be married and stay with someone forever without killing I, their hope as well. I, I, I don't know if it's actually changed. I think you just need to make sure you hold on to you. Mm. Like, and craft your own identity, have your own, ho- like, really practice, have your own, own hobbies, have your own friends, have your own, like, stand, be able to stand in you. And if you have a partner, then then you're you together rather than this notion of becoming this one. Yeah. Do you know mm. what I mean? Because that's the problem. It's just like a lot of women just lose themselves. Yeah. And the way society stands and the expectations is just like, you know, you're, you're kind of sometimes relegated to just like a very supportive role rather than a leading role. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, if you if you do that, then of course you can completely crumble. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound like this woman is crumbling. I don't know what her actual question is because it sounds like she's, she's a badass. She, do you know what I mean? Like maybe it's just a process. She just needs to reestablish what her new norm is, mm. you know? Yeah. And also as well, I just think like when men leave women, it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. Yeah. So it's just like, not internalizing it's difficult of course mm-hmm. but not internalizing that as taking it on board as your pain your do you know what i mean like it's, it, it really isn't and i think it's i think society needs to do a much better job of having these ridiculous 
ridiculous expectations of women yeah. in relationships. That's what they need to do. And it starts from young, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. And and not so much judgment either. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, why do you need to get married? I know that's not the popular idea. But you don't have to do that. Like, it's great if you can and you have a healthy relationship. But traditionally, women in relation in marriages, they're not happy. They're not. They don't know themselves. So it's just like allowing to have space of like, you know, you can be you and you can be happy. Then that's okay. How do women keep hold of themselves within a relationship where they don't lose themselves? I think it's very easy to blend into one. But I think it's what Auntie Sade said. Have your own life. You know, what does like, that mean? It means mm. you have your own job, you have your own circles. Just because you marry someone or just because you're in a long-term relationship, the, the, the women that I know in my lifetime that have had difficulty finding themselves in later years, it's because they locked off everything else. Mm. The man became their entire world, mm-hmm. you know, and then they had children and that was their entire world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to hold on to a piece of you. Like, it's, like I'm a, I'm a mum and I feel like it's very important for me to have some me time. Yeah. Yeah. I can't just be a mum, yeah. you know. I've got to hold on to a piece of me. It's not healthy not to do that. Yeah. And I think the only way that... The reason why this woman sounds like she's... She's upset. But, but the reason why she sounds like she's dealing with it is because she has herself, yeah, you know? Yeah. If you if you get lost within a man and that's all you know, when that man leaves, you're going to not know anything mm. because your sense of your purpose has left yeah. with yeah. him, you know? There's no one to pander to every day. You've got to know yourself. You've got. To, it's very important to keep close relationships with your friends, with your family, because, you know, you're an individual. There are lots of people that actually truly believe in order to have a successful relationship, though, that's the way it's done, Mm. is to be very involved in the nucleus of your family. That is your husband and your kids. And that's the way it's successful because they they model it, especially with religions. That's how it's sold to you. It is your nucleus and then your extended family. And that's you. And people actively, definitely when I was getting married, were very much like... You, you know, your friends, you dump your friends, it's just you and your husband. And then I would be looking at their relationships like, your relationship is shit. Yeah. And we have big personalities, both of us. It's You can't be locked in in a world of just two or four mm. people, or even ten. That, to me, is madness. Because mm. you mm. are going to lose people along the way. What? Mm. It's not even just them leaving you. What if your husband dies mm-hmm. or your yeah. wife dies? Mm-hmm. And then now you have to claw back and try and find your... That, to me, is hell. So, yeah, it And then and you're that. going back to those people and expecting trying them to be in the same, same place, place that they yeah. were when you left them. Exactly. Trying to reintroduce mm. yourself, but have you grown? Because you yeah. probably haven't because you've been locked in in a relationship. They're going to be doing other things. You're not going to know what's going on, what yeah. they're talking about when they're talking about parties and you're like, I weren't even there. Yeah. Hell. Definitely, um, it's a hard one. Though. And then bringing it back to men, it is also raising your boys into men to not be fearful of a woman who's about herself, who mm. isn't looking to him to lead you. Because this is that whole conversation we spoke about earlier about an ASAP Rocky and a man who's comfortable in his. It, it doesn't even have to be feminine, masculine energy. It's a man who's comfortable in himself, who's allowed, who, who isn't afraid for a woman to be her, you know, be yeah, herself, have her own so. identity. So it is about raising boys to not be threatened by that. But also about raising boys to be independent with stuff too. Exactly. Yeah. You know exactly. What I mean? like, there's no point oh God, expecting yes. to raise a boy that thinks that the woman in his life is going to do everything, everything for, for him. him. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly that. Undoing exactly that. Undoing that. Because yeah. that's going to be hard for him to find that woman. Yeah. yeah. Which is As why you have forward. the passport boys who 
are now going out there and trying to find underdeveloped countries to yeah. marry their women and bring them over here. And they they seem to be able to cope with them. Exactly. Mm. It's, it's a bit of a crazy minefield, but yes. So sending love to you, young lady, who is uh, making young her way lady? through she's it. 50. I, she's 50. That's a young lady. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sound like you got this. Not younger yeah. than us. Young woman. <laughs> Oh, right. sorry. Is, <laughs> is it not Patrick? I don't know. It's not a young lady, though. She's a grown-ass woman. I would call her auntie, personally, because yeah. she's older than me. She's a grown-ass woman. I, do you know what? It just, it just rolled off my tongue, Okay, to cool. Be fair. Um, <laughs> boss, to you, lady. boss lady. Boss lady, power woman, whatever. Ratings to you, and you, we got you, and the aunties are supporting you, and, yeah, it's not about you. There we go, next one. So there's still lots of speculation around Damson Idris and Laurie Harvey. They're together, they're in love. Well, well, I don't know if you believe this or not. However, the recent debate is how excited Damson appears to be that he's with Laurie. Some are saying his displays of happiness is cute. Others are saying it's yuck and giving pussy whipped and simp behaviour. What say you? Is it a turn off to see a man show off how excited and happy he is to be with a woman? You know what? Yeah, there's a spectrum. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think the worst, the worst and the most like fake and the most cringy I've seen is when Tom Cruise was jumping on the sofa with Oprah. I don't want to see that shit. I'm not interested. Like, seriously? No. Not at all. I think Dams and what he's doing is okay. It's not... The big smile. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, you're joyous. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if it isn't real, I believe it is, but some people don't. Even if it isn't, cool, I'm okay with it. Do you know what I mean? I'm okay with the optic. I'm I'm okay with the images. I'm okay with a guy being super happy to be with a girl. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. She seems happy. They both yes. seem happy. What's, what's the issue? Like, I think there's a lot of miserable people on the internet. Are. Yeah, so, like, what do they want him to do? Like, to just be like... Moody. Move from me. To, yeah. to have a small smile and... But you know what? It was women, though. I won't it's even see him. Yeah, yeah, women were being like, oh, that would give me the ick. Mm. And it's like, what? A man celebrating his with you would after give you the ick. After certain women are deleting the whole man's face and being scared to show <laughs> they've got a man, someone's actually proud to present his woman and now you're hating. And I, it, I hate right. that because it leads into the guys who are like, so what do you women want? It gives licence for them yeah. to be in cast. Not that we're wait, expecting... What you know. I did like the other day when it was the Snowfall premiere and she was with him, people in the comments were saying, yes. they've got no chemistry, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the and then she came back and she said, no. I have got body makeup on me. I told him, do not come too close because you're going to get it on your beautiful suit. Mm -hmm. But people are even criticising that, saying, yeah, it's a body makeup, yeah. Is it really? Why are you wearing body makeup? People are crazy. People are crazy. People are crazy. Honestly, you can't listen to every opinion on the internet. You You just can't. can't. It's not truth. The comment sections are just wild. And I do Mm. think people do just type just for, for the highlight yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, they probably don't. Who? Everybody knows people wear body makeup. That's so, ridiculous. So just around mm. the room, you, 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 there's a level of excitement that you expect mm-hmm. or you, you're comfortable with. Yeah, I think it's about levels, isn't it? I don't want no man standing on a chair, like jumping up and down, clapping his hands, Woo! waving, like, I'm with her! Yeah! I don't want that. <laughs> but I, I want and I need a man to be excited about me. There's mm. nothing wrong with that. Show that you love me, innit? What's but wrong if with you that? You expressed it like that. That's it. Well, jumping that, what on the that, chair. But what if you did no, that? No, as I said, there's a level. That's is too it much. For you? No, no, I'm just saying, I'm asking. No, 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 is it that's too much. I don't need to beat a drum every time I come into the room. No, because you know what? I think because Tom Cruise. It looked contrived. It looked weird, and because he, we know, but he might generally but, be happy. And Casey was fine, saying, right? Or was she? Genuinely, was 
woman. Like, they're I like, mean, I got this girl. <laughs> I don't think that would give me the it. I'm not, it depends. Okay. No, no, I, no. I, I don't no. want you to jump you on the chest. Like love, love Island will, yeah? Yeah. Like, you can imagine him doing that. Yeah, yeah, like will, being, will do that. No, ick. 100% I'm not sure, you know. It's too much. No, I don't know. No. And also as well, like, don't get me wrong, it doesn't have to be, like, super extreme. Like, even if a guy is, like, like stoic or whatever kind of thing, but he makes space or he makes people know, this like, is, I am yes, proud to be yeah. in this moment. I'm okay with that too. Me too. I Do you feel know what like I mean? there's elements of I don't restriction need, for I men. Lo- I know. Would you mean? If a girl, if a girl was doing the same thing, if I, uh, if I was dating a guy, I'm a guy. But, but the only, it's only because of, it's because of the rules that are imposed on women that we're not allowed to even be happy or excited. So no, but some no. girls are. No, yeah, some girls are. I am just saying. We judge. I am. Ju- I don't think no judgment. I am just saying. It's not a judgment. It's a preference. <laughs> you a judgment. I would prefer for my nom to not be standing on the chair beating drums saying, "Hey, come tomorrow! Oh my god!" Oh god, no. Right. No. But I want him to love me, and I want him to. I might be alright with that. I actually might. Be okay. okay. If it's but wait, genuine. But wait, is it because that incident was in public, or would you be okay if he did it at home? Like but, if you're coming but, from work and he's like, "Oh my god, here's my girl." That, that, that's more weird. No, for that's me. too but much. You know what? You know what? That's what I'm saying. Well, every day say, coming, I'm like, <laughs> is it an introvert extrovert thing? Because I'm quite introverted <laughs> in general, anyway. So I like someone making a massive fuss in front of other people okay, is too much. I would okay. just want so you to die. Want a public or not, in a helicopter? Probably not. And. Stuff Probably not. Well. No. Okay. no. Okay. Would you Where's say really no in that scared? moment? No. No, you're you still going to say, say no. yes, but it's not course, your preference. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It. But I'll be it. like, bruv, what are you doing? Yeah. Buy me another ring. <laughs> to make up. <laughs> so I put it on my other hand. Do you know who that is? I, I, I don't, am I an extrovert? I don't even know. I don't think I'm an extrovert. I'm not I'm not an introvert for sure, but I don't think I'm an extrovert. Whatever's in there's, the middle. There's a middle one that yeah, they said now. I want to say it's a medievert, but that's not it. It's not that, but there is a middle. I think there's just like, there's a regular Space a non-lever lies. It's not that either. <laughs> stop. Okay. Just stop. Okay. Moving on. Let's see what we are moving on. Something I saw on the show, Borough. Dating a man with kids and having an issue with him doing for the children's mum shouldn't be cause for concern, or should it? I think we've spoken about this we, type okay. of thing before. Yeah, where it's like, if you've got a, if you're dating someone and he has children, we talk, spoke about it like in the sense of him buying her a car or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We have, we have. I, I expect you to do for your baby mother. Are there levels to what he's doing for his baby mother? Of course, mother? there's levels. What can't he do? Fuck her. <laughs> I walked right yeah. into that. Yeah. You understand that. I, so that's a, I think yeah. that's a given. That's but there's things like... That's a given. There's paying bills. Hold on, there's paying bills. There's buying cars. There's But paying bills, let's, let's, let's say... Let's just think about it, right? Say, like, she's lost her job and she's not in a position to pay bills. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Not pay the bills in, in the yard? If you can afford to... You're not going to help your baby mother. You're going to, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You're going to do that. Yeah. Is there any kind of deal breakers on what they can? I, I think it depends. I need more co- uh, like and context. Like, is are other things level? Do you know what I mean? Like, is everything else okay? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I think it's a balance. Mm. Uh, obviously, the kids absolutely come first. 
And like, I think this is the thing, though. I think some women are unreasonable in the sense of if they get into a relationship with a guy that's got kids, you don't come first, honey. Right, no. Like, you just don't come first, mm-hmm. not ever, and you shouldn't mm-hmm. expect to. So, yeah, I think once you have that mindset that you're coming first, then it's easy to go down that path. Yeah. <laughs> <Souls>. <laughs> not souls. Even not without souls. kids, exactly. you're not coming first. Exactly. exactly. And, and ain't nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> and that's the whole conversation we're having. You first. Seriously. There was one thing, again, we have talked about this before. I don't know if anything's changed in the last time we spoke about it. It's just because Mariah Carey was recently papering a very revealing leather dress that had a, like a split all the way down the middle. And it's go- it was back about that conversation about age-appropriate clothes when you get to a certain age should you wear certain things or should you stop wearing certain things it was only because mariah carey was she's in was she 50 now mm. and there were lots of comments like bro time to stop no so when i hit 50 can i wear revealing clothes it, like a thigh high split or i have my cleavage out is mm-hmm. that the that's okay. the thing should we should over 50s be able to do that if you like yes Exactly. I, I just I don't know why yeah. it's a thing. As long as long as well, what's the as long? Okay. There is like there no, is you, just, there you, you wear what suits your body. That's it. That's as, it. As long as you your, be, it suits your body. You could be twenty. You could be twenty-two. And it could um, look crazy. And it, the principle exactly. It could look crazy. The yeah. principle is still there. You wear what suits your body and what makes you comfortable, wouldn't it? If you mm. like it, you wear it, and that's that. I don't see why when you get to fifty or forty or forty-five, or whatever the case may be, I wear what I want to wear in it. But I'm, still not gonna, that I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah, but who dictates that? That's yeah. the thing. I don't know if it's. I. I. I wouldn't even go as far as what suits your body. I, I would like to think that should be the case, but <laughs> it's subjective. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I can't lie. Our American cousins, their fashion sense it's is not different for real. <laughs> and they really don't get it, do they? <laughs> they don't understand. Love you guys. Love you, but it's but facts. sometimes different. Yeah. So there is an age factor in that because sometimes no, you can I, I'm see. Not, I'm not going to say that. You don't think it's an age thing. I no. feel like sometimes there is an age. There is an. Um, there, there's an age thing that I can see sometimes online, and I am a bit like. Oh, I don't, I don't know, know if it's, not... it's an age thing because, like, okay, let's let's look at a few examples here. It's I feel like I can't wear the dress that I wore when I was eighteen, but that's because my body is not how it was when I was eighteen. If yeah. I put the dress that I wore when I was eighteen, it's a top now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not the same shape. So, yeah. but that doesn't mean that if I want to wear a short dress, I'm not going to. I'll wear what I want, but it has to fit my body. When I was um, eighteen, I wore. Knickerbock short shorts and a vest top to a rave and high thigh high boots. I wouldn't wear that in, at this age, even if my body was fit. So, high boots. so if we went no, on no, holiday, no, 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 no. if we went wait, on holiday, wait, 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 I'm, I'm just saying. Okay, in in context of London, okay. and, and being here, going to a rave, I wore a vest top and booty shorts, really short booty shorts, and a, and um, knee high boots, so not thigh high boots. Um, I wouldn't wear that at forty six. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would. I, I think that, that, when I go, like it shorts, depends I on. No, they well, were, they my only thing is context. Shorts. Are mm. other people where we're going go are likely to wear the same thing? <laughs> if they are, then yes, absolutely. Okay, I'm context. not going to do that yeah. to like. Do you know what I mean? Where we went last night. Yeah. Although I did bring up my fire hands last night. I'm not going to lie. It's not about the I just boots. didn't put them on. But <laughs> it, was, it wasn't. No. It wasn't about. It was too hard to walk in. It was more about the fact that no, but what you said, I would wear that. You see, like if I go Grenada and it's carnival or. Most most of the time, when we go away, I dress very differently to how yes. I would ever walk up and down yeah, in yeah, London. Same. Because the sun's out, I f- I'm feeling myself. Same. Do you know what I mean? Like, so mm, I think okay. it's context. But I, I was saying, we're Do you in wear London. shorts in the gym? 
Um, I don't actually. Not no, I, I see. I do. I, I don't think mind. you're a massive shorts person, though, are you? No, and and to be fair, these are like but they were liquor shorts. Yeah, I wear. <clears throat> I don't wear shorts in London like that. Okay, okay. I, I get what you're saying. I don't know. I right, just throwing it out there, and I'm not judging anything. Um, when <laughs> she is, she's lining it up to you judge. Are. It's right there in the back of her throat. Judgment. Right. <laughs> Wendy Williams, yeah, has yeah. been out oh. and about. Yeah, and she has a particular <laughs> shape that. Quite Why are you laughing? But it's her quite shape. A few women have. Because no, no, but they get they, it they older. Do, they do get the shape, get the shape older, older yeah, so yeah. you become like quite a boxy up top, yeah. and your legs are very pinny. Mm-hmm. But she's been like that. She's had that shape for one day. She's a pea. But. So then when she is out with shorts on and you see her legs, that to me is like, you're not, you, you not shouldn't do that. Yeah, it's not appropriate. But that's, is that a style well, thing? I don't know, I don't, yeah, I don't I think, know if it's appropriate. Yeah. I just don't style think she thing. looks good. That's I don't what think, No, like, but I don't think, you're saying appropriate. I don't, I wouldn't use the word appropriate okay. because yeah. on somebody else, that, that's, that's, the the that's the judgment. That's the judgment. I just think she don't look good. Like that style that she's rocking does not suit her. But somebody subjects, yeah, this is subjective judgment as well. Absolutely. But it's not that I'm feeling like she's too old to wear it. I just feel like it don't suit her. And, that's a and not because itself. of her age. Okay, like okay. I didn't think that suited her 25, 15, 20, however many <laughs> yeah. years She's ago. Been a piece. I, saw She's, some, yeah. Yeah. I saw someone yesterday mm-hmm. and what they were wearing in my head, I was like, ooh, child, you shouldn't be wearing that. It wasn't but on their age, it was just on their figure. It was just on their figure. But it's but that's, yeah, it's just, it's everyone, everyone judges judge. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But you can't be caught, I just don't think as an older lady, you can be caught up on what other people think about what you're you wearing. Do you should, you, I think you have the right, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> at this age to wear what the hell you want to wear. Definitely. Seriously, you just you can't, can't care about it, just what other people do. Like, say, because they're going to judge you, then what? The five minutes that you, you're gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it is just a fleeting thought, actually. Yeah. It really is like, do you actually care? Yeah, it's a fleeting thought that all of us have about everybody, and generally has nothing to do with you as a person, anyway. Mm. So as long as you're comfortable, for real, she was comfortable in what she was wearing. I just was like, but we do that, yeah. But I yeah. like trends. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I like to see what's what what's cool, what's recycled. Do you know what I mean? Can I can I can I get away with this or not? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that sort of thing. So I think it's fun. I think it's fun personally. It is. But um, yeah. All right. What's made you sad, mad, and glad this week, guys? Well, for me, I'm very sad it's cold again. I don't know why it's getting colder and colder and colder and colder and colder. It's upsetting. And also sending love to the friends and family of Mikey, co-founder of the AGS parties, who sadly lost his life recently. That made me sad. Went to school with him. Mad, um, the attack on Dr. Scholler, and my coat ripped and I have to send it back. Oh. I'm also glad that I won the girls, <laughs> speaking of awards, won the girls on Girls on Film Podcast Diversity Honour Award. Um, it was uh, random, surprising, and... Yeah, thank you guys. Um, and uh, I'm very glad about our upcoming live show at the Barbican. I'm very excited and loving how we're working on it too. Auntie Farah, what's made you sad, man, and glad? I am sad that I am still not back at my flat after right. I mm. feel like it's been about seven weeks now. A I think so. And I had to go back to the flat the other day for them to pack up my stuff and put it into storage, which is something they probably should have done week one when I mentioned this to them. But anyway, here we are. So that is um, my sad. I'm mad that I feel like I actually work for my housing association you know. and I'm having to flip me <laughs> on their necks all the time and say to them, what about this? What about that? Have you done this? Have you done that? What's what's the update? I'm mad at that. Mm. I am glad that I went to Paris um, on Thursday with my brother and sister-in-law and auntie 
Toju. Um, we went to see Chris Breezy. It was amazing. We had a really lovely time in Paris. We went there early and came back quite late the next day. So we were able to get out, eat some food, have some macarons, you know, go along the Champs-Elysees. Do the French stuff. Do the French stuff, oh. yeah. And I actually didn't encounter any racism this time around. But I feel like that's because I wasn't in the setting. Usually when I go to France, someone's always rude or racist. Really? All the time, whenever I go to Paris. This time around, it was really nice. And I found an amazing um, antique store. I didn't buy anything, but I forced the other two to buy things so I could wear it. <laughs> Joker. Um, I'm sad about Mikey as well. Mikey from AGS um, sadly couldn't make it to his funeral, but I have so many memories of their nights and also going out raving with him like when I was like 16 as well. So, yeah, definitely rest in peace. I'm mad. I'm just mad. I'm mad at the government and this current lie of the food shortage that doesn't have anything to do with Brexit. That actually did mad me. Uh, it's annoying that I was mad at it because I shouldn't have been. And I'm glad. I'm glad that we saw Kalechi on stage. Um, she just always delivers. That was lovely. And I'm super glad that we will also be on stage on March the 18th as well. I'm really excited for what we're going to deliver. So I'm glad about that. Um, so for myself, I'm sad about the unrest in Nigeria at the moment due to like the elections that's going on. Yeah. So just sending love and, you know, hopefully yeah. healing stuff to all the people there. I'm mad that people keep on interviewing known racist Tommy Robinson. Oh, oh my God. She just stop, right? Please. That's all my Why? I, I have. And I'm glad that we went to the sit down with um, Kalechi and yeah, we just had a really amazing night. And of course, happy that our show is coming to you Yay. Well. Okay. so thank you guys um, thank you for watching and listening don't forget to like comment and subscribe we're on all the social media platforms watch us back on Facebook and YouTube and um, buy your ticket buy your ticket to be fair definitely www.iamold.com I am an auntie.co.uk and I'm unapologetic about it.co.uk 